0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from Boland. I'm your host today, Tyler Curran. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Today, we're talking about modular chillers, and we're going to break down what those are first and foremost, but then also the factors that lead to a modular chiller potentially being the right decision for certain customers. And so breaking down all of this for us today is Brad Snodgrass. He's a global account manager at Boland. Brad, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, so Brad, first and foremost, just start off by explaining what's different about a modular chiller compared to some of the more standard offerings.
1: Sure, modular chillers take the traditional physically separated chillers in a plant and put them together in a factory connected configuration. And that's probably the key, that, that factory connection. This includes um, a factory water header, so all of the modules come piped together in addition, a factory electrical distribution system. So instead of separate chillers that are field powered and, and connected to the electrical distribution system, you get one uh, one point of electrical connection. We'll talk about some flexibility to, to alter that as well. Uh, and then the third piece is factory control. So we have multiple chillers in this modular array or bank and the controls connection uh, between all of the modules, again, is a is a factory provided item. So really it's those three factory uh, engineered components, the water header, the electrical, and the controls that make modular chillers different.
0: That's interesting. And, you know, someone might be hearing that and saying, okay, uh, that's interesting, but how do I know whether or not this is right for me? So, um, let's let's talk about that. We want to give people the proper framework really to understand whether or not it's a good option for them. So let's start with size and shape considerations and, and kind of walk through some of the different factors that you think people should think through uh, to ask themselves whether or not a modular chiller is the right decision for them.
1: And it's good that you started with size and shape because I think of this a lot like uh, folks will evaluate custom air handling units and size and shape is where you start with that discussion. Um, and so, you you go down a path and you need a number of factors to line up to make modular chillers the right solution for you. If you don't have a number of factors, then really cost gets in the way because this is a little bit more expensive chiller, but that uh, additional cost comes with a lot of uh, a lot of solutions. So back to your your original question there about about size and shape. That's where modular chillers really got their start. It's if you have a large old chiller and you need to replace it, you can get that old chiller out. It's just a matter of how many pieces you cut it up into. Um, The benefit of the modular chiller is now when we're putting the new chiller back in, we have these small building blocks, we're able to put them in uh, one at a time. And it doesn't matter if you're running into a small elevator, a narrow hallway, whatever the building feature uh, presents as the challenge Uh, the modular chiller is able to help you overcome that and get the new chiller into the space. So in addition to
0: size and shape considerations, there are configuration and operation setup factors to think through as well. So Brad, what are some of the considerations that might fall under this category as well when it comes to operations and and configuration and that sort of thing?
1: One of the keys is um, redundancy. So uh, very common in uh, in the data center focused world today. And even in some other uh, applications, we have a need for redundancy. Uh, The best example of that, or the more standard example, is N plus one redundancy. So I want one chiller beyond the capacity that I need to take care of the load. In a conventional chiller plant, that additional chiller comes with space and the need to pipe to it, provide power to it, and coordinate the controls. But as we talked about in the In the opening, a modular chiller just stacks the next module on and it comes with those items, piping, electrical and controls coming from the factory. So that redundancy with reduced footprint, uh, a lot more efficient from a space standpoint uh, with a modular chiller.
0: Absolutely. So, Brett, I'm I'm also curious just about other unique, um, you know, factors and other unique features that can really be included in a modular chiller that might make it appealing to certain people and make it a better fit. So, what other unique features can you outline for us and describe that that might make a modular chiller better for some people than others?
1: Well, we spent our first couple of minutes here talking about modules that are um, that are put together. They're coming together from the factory, and they have that common piping and electrical distribution and controls. On the other end, we have the ability to do what I'll call a disjointed footprint. So if you picture a roof and that roof has antennas and exhaust fans and different things that are breaking up the usable area, we're able to take a modular chiller with some field piping and field conduit for the electrical uh, and controls connection. And we're able to put modules in different spaces when we coordinate, uh, excuse me, when we connect them with the, the field piping and field electrical, we get back to that common single chiller that, that operates well, has the benefit of the factory testing as that entire chiller plant. Um, so we can both uh, put it into pieces into the building, um, put it back together in a single bank, or we can separate it, use some field piping. And so just flexibility, I think, is the one word to keep in mind when we're thinking about modular chillers.
0: So Brad, I'm guessing that that similar to a lot of other things that Bolin does, that you really take a, a consultative approach to determining if this is the right option for some of your customers. So talk us through the, the conversations and what that's like to really kind of go through this with, with customers to determine whether or not a modular chiller can be the right option for them.
1: Right, I mentioned it earlier, and I I usually start with the comparison to custom air handling units. I think folks have a little more experience in making the choice between catalog and custom air handlers than they do between conventional and modular chillers. So that gives them a little bit of a framework to work from. And in that framework, we talk about identifying the number of, of needs that the project has that might swing us toward modular chillers. After they have that orientation, then we talk through some examples. One of them might be, what is the phasing of the project? Uh, how much need for future expansion? That's a, a great opportunity for modular chillers. If you're gonna start uh, in a data center that's only gonna have 25% of, of the uh, data center filled out at the beginning, then we might benefit from only purchasing 25% of the ultimate chiller capacity. And then as time goes on, we can uh, do that investment in increments. Another one is turn down. So we'll talk about, um, so, When you get to your full capacity, are you going to have some situations in the winter or in other part load conditions where you might want this really high capacity chiller to be able to turn down and only operate a small portion um, of of its capacity? Modular chillers are very good at that. There's a common phrase in the modular chiller world, there's no better part load performance in terms of efficiency than off. And so if we've got a number of compressors in a modular chiller, and we can turn them off. It's it's pretty hard to beat the uh, the efficiency of something that's turned off. So turn down is another one that I bring up just to get the basic building blocks and some of the different uh, um, problems that can be solved by modular chillers. The last one, and you talked about a consultative approach, is factory testing. Factory testing is available from most manufacturers, you know, conventional chillers, modular chillers. But that's a really good opportunity for somebody that's exploring a project with with a modular chiller is to consider the benefits of the factory testing. I've attended hundreds of factory tests in my career with Boland, and I'll share that it's not just the benefit of being able to test that packaged solution, including pumps and auxiliaries, all of the modules connected, but the customers that I've seen at factory tests also are able to really do a nice deep dive, hands-on in the factory, thinking about future projects. And it's really when they see all of the different options that are going through the factory at a given time, you talk about the consultative approach, and and the customers love the opportunity after the testing's done to go into the conference room, take a dry erase board marker, and just go to town on on what the next opportunity to apply the modular chiller is going to be. At the end of the day, it's really about having tools in the engineer or the design build contractor or the owner's tool bag, and um, some experience with modular chillers is a is a nice tool. Doesn't fit every application, um, but when you have that experience, it really comes in handy.
0: So, Brad, you've done a fantastic job just explaining uh, the various factors that should go into the decision making process when it comes to modular chillers today. Do you have any final thoughts, any conclusions you want to leave uh, our audience with here today, uh, just to make sure that they walk away with something uh, from the podcast? Uh, Any final thoughts, any conclusions, anything you want to leave our audience with?
1: Sure. I think, like most um, capital purchases, you want to have the right partner. Um, That right partner helps you design the solution. Uh, helps you come up with the uh, the installation solution, you know how you're going to actually install this piece of equipment, and then finally, how you're going to start it up, commission it, and then maintain it over its uh, over its useful life. And I think uh, Bolin's very well suited uh, decades and decades of experience as a company, and then within the company, you know hundreds of years of of modular chiller plant experience in all of those various facets. So uh, I think you just want to identify the right partner when you're making a capital purchase and Boland looks forward to, to helping folks with, uh, with that process.
0: would like to learn more about Boland or reach out and get more information, head to boland.com and you can get in touch with people like Brad who can point you in the right direction and take that consultative approach uh, to make sure that you make the right decision for you and your particular facility. Brad Snodgrass, Global Account Manager at Boland. Brad, thank you so much for joining me here on 10 Minutes to a Better Building and breaking down uh, all we need to know about modular chillers.
1: A lot of fun, Tyler. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into another episode of 10 Minutes to a Better Building. Stay tuned for more episodes as we bring you more expertise and thought leadership across the world of building management here from the folks at Bolin. But for this episode, for my guest today, Brad Snodgrass, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.